you are about to enter the world of the Faceoff Hockey Podcast. Only, it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? The cases are real. The debates are real. Their rulings are final. This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs> this is your podcast. This is Face Off Hockey. Tiger, where are you? Tiger! <laughs> we also didn't talk about how now there's going to be a 1A. Wow, must daddy. All right, welcome back, everyone. Coming in live with the hot recorded mic voice live here on the radio Face Off Hockey Podcast. <laughs> WKB5XV451. Loaded. <laughs> yeah, we've got a little bit of energy. We're just coming off uh, recording um, with the LA Podcast. Uh, we did a live hit with them. Uh, you guys can go check it out yeah. right now. We're, they are uh, still going live. Um, and they will be for a while. And they will be for <laughs> another little while. If you guys are hearing this first thing in the morning, um, they're planning to end around today around 5 o'clock, so Wednesday around 5 p.m. And that's when they hit the 53-hour mark of, of straight. 53 straight hours live stream. Guinness World Record for longest live stream running podcast on. Yeah, I think. Well, we're, we're, we're in it. I guess that means we're going to be. Does that count? Solidified it our, our legacy we, in the history book. Do we get like 153 of the Guinness World Records? Are we going to get mean, like a fraction of that? I mean, or? I think I'm going to ask him for at least a 0.5%. Like a corner of the certificate? I'll like, be okay yeah. with a picture that I can frame. Yeah, exactly. That I mean. Either way, we're a part of it. We Either know way. we're a part of Either it. Either way it was, works. I mean, <laughs> it was fun. It's so you a guys, lot. Go check it out right fun. now. Follow them on Instagram at the LA Cast. Uh, go check out their YouTube right now, uh, the LA Podcast. Um, you guys can, while you're at it, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Face Off Hockey Podcast. Follow us Twitter, Instagram at Face Off Puck Pod. Um, it's episode 34, The Bubble Boys. Um, yes. And Correct. I said earlier today I was going to tee it up with some Seinfeld bubble boy quotes. And now that I'm thinking about it, I totally forgot to do that. So uh, He lives in a bubble. Yeah, I was just going to say, I guess we can oh, do our boy. own quotes. <laughs> the, that the one's remote, easy. The remote, he has control of the remote. Yes, it's very frustrating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the bubble boys and the bubble boys, uh, they're live. They're running. And once again, uh, no positive tests. The bubble is impenetrable. Is that a word? Well, unless you're... Unless Tuka you're too Karatsky. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, let's not make too many big jokes about Tuka, no, but we'll open up. I, we're not making jokes. No, I'm, no. no we, I'm just saying. We'll start off saying. with uh, Tuka Rask, but then we'll I guess, talk a little let's start bit with of, him. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit of Claude Julien. Um, prayers up for him. He's doing all right. And then uh, we'll plug in the LA podcast with Aaron and Luke. And we talked, uh, we talked about the lease pretty much <laughs> some Dubis, oh, we ever. some Dubis, some Barry, some Kadri, some Marner, mm. some Nylander, even some a little Marie. bit of everything. I think we have a new super fan and maybe potential listener of the month in Scott. Yeah. Uh, he was correct. going, he was going wild in the live chat on the LA podcast. I was on a mission, just, pretty much just reiterating the points that I've been trying to hammer home forever. Yeah. So, so without having him on the show yet, Scott, friend of the show, Official um, friend of the show. So after that, we'll plug in. We'll plug in. It was about a thirty-five-minute interview with them. Uh, we kind of talked. We we're giving live updates they, on the Raps game from. They Monday. were in space. It was amazing. Yeah, they were in space. Um, when we talked to them, uh, they had forty-eight hours to go. That's still two full days, and it's mind-boggling to think yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. It's oh crazy. man, I think yes. we got a little vicariously high off Red Bull through them too. 
Yeah, well, I, as soon as we ended the, the interview with them, I was still watching their live stream, and they were like, oh, it was a good change of pace. Uh, it was a lot more fun than I thought, and I think it gave them some energy. So that's what we're here to do. We're shift to servers. We're glue guys. We're just creating energy for them. Yeah, they should be. They, sh- they, should, they should have known how fun we were. Yeah, exactly. Well, now they know. Now they know. And now you guys will know. Some LA fans, if you're tuning in, welcome. We should, welcome we to, should the, toss to the in, uh, We should toss in the, did you know that? <laughs> now you know. Now you know. I think that now was Bill Nye. Know. Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah. Was. Shout out. Future friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after, after we have uh, the interview played, we'll talk a little bit about uh, – the Svechnikov Chara incident and Jack Edwards, the play-by-play commentator. Don't, boss, oh, tweet. I'm, oh. Then, uh, big can of whoop-ass, boys. Big yeah. can of whoop-ass coming at you. Well, look at those well, triceps. Yeah, well, Jesus. We'll end the show, <laughs> we'll end the show with those Why comments. Oh, oh, um, so, Tuka Rask, um, well, he, he's going home, along with uh, Austin Matthews, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, and maybe some other teams, a.k.a. the Washington Capitals, by this time. We're calling it in the future. They're going to get swept. Um, but Tuka Rask, he, he's out. Um, Yaro Halak is uh, now taking the reins for, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, I did have the quote here, but I, I lost it. But he basically said he spoke with the team and, well, he thinks it's more important. But it is more important to him, obviously. Um, Tuka Rask so, did. Yes, Tuka Rask yeah. um, was basically saying he's going to go spend time with his family. Um, and that's all she wrote. And uh, and then Boston's like, you're a piece of garbage, Tuka Rask. Yeah, Don't classic, even like you anyway. Classic Boston. I mean, scumbags. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's whatever, I guess. It's between Boston and the team. And it doesn't really matter what anyone else outside of the right. organization has to say about it. Because ultimately, right. he's making a decision for his family and his health. And, I mean, like, you can't bash a guy I, for that. Like, I, he I tried. Agree. I agree, and I, I don't know if it's better that he tried. I think it might have been better if he opted out from the beginning because, really, what did you expect? Uh, I mean, you were he stayed, what, for for the the rounds, that the games that didn't matter, and then as soon as he gets halfway into a playoff series, he's like, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. I well, mean, I mean, I mean how, how, how much can that damage a team? And, and also, I, I'm saying this because I despise the fact that Boston is going to have – some shitty excuse for the reason that they didn't win the Stanley Cup this year is because Tukarask fucked off in the middle of round one, and that that bothers me because it gives them an out. Well, a lot of people, a lot of, and as I was saying before, a lot of Boston fans weren't don't, don't really like Rask that much. So, and, and they have Yarrow Halak, who can he has stolen series I, before. I he has Yaro a history of that. I completely so, agree. I don't feel too. I mean, I hate Boston, and we'll talk about Milbury and and all that, but. There, it's not. I mean, fuck. It, it's it is like that, that's what it is. I mean, they have a good goaltender in Yaro Halak. Yeah, Pasternak's out as well. He's out again tonight. Um, shut now, up. What? Now we're never gonna know what's up with him. I guess, eh? No, just unfit to play. I mean, that's just basically what the protocols are now, right? We yeah. have no idea. So, yeah. but in terms of like Tuka Rask, like nobody knows what's going on. I mean, we said some things just in our whatsapp group wasn't bad at all it wasn't no, like no. you know what hockey well, it, Twitter it was all, saying sorry it all had to do with the comments he had last friday basically saying yeah, yeah it's not a playoff atmosphere out there there's no fans and he was getting a lot of heat for that and i kind of can understand why but i also understood like he's not wrong i mean yeah like they don't hear any artificial sound what we hear 
Of course, the games mean something. They're definitely trying. They're playing. Like, I'm watching these games. This is playoff hockey. Like, the Leafs aren't in it. So that's that's how you know it's playoff hockey. (laughs) Absolutely right. But how can you go out and say this isn't playoff hockey when it is? Well, well, you know what? I think it's his mental health too, right? Yeah, and I think think with those comments, I feel like what had – that kind of snowballed into what we know now and him leaving. I feel like maybe someone in the organization or just the organization as a whole uh, went up to him and be like, Hey, what's up? Like, are you good? Are you not good? And I feel like he might've just been like, you know what? No, I'm not good. And I want out. Or it could have been it. Or it could have been him rationalizing. Like maybe he was teetering at that point and maybe it's him like rationalizing. Okay. Well, you know, Unfortunately, yeah, but, he was rationalizing in a public forum, but it, yeah, it, exactly. And and it and I think for a goalie too. I mean, this is a bit of a blanket statement, but they're notoriously weird dudes. And they're yeah. I, I grew kinda, up with one. They're right. they're particular. Oh yeah, yeah, your brother's a goalie. I mean, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're just different people. I mean, you have to have a, you have, you're built you're wired differently to be a goalie, right? So him in an atmosphere where he's stuck with his teammates who maybe he doesn't like to talk to you all the time. Cause he's so like in his, in his head for his, to, to keep his game solid. I feel like for a goalie, it's even harder mm. to be in this situation. You're stuck with people that you're not always stuck with and you don't have your family and your outlets that you're usually going to, uh, to sort of blow off some of that. Steam. <sighs> and um, also like people were like, refer- like, uh, you know, Boston hockey Twitter is real. Like, look, Patty Rizzo, I love you. We love you. But you're people, man. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what to make of them because they're like, well, like, you know, in the army, you know, they, they, they don't see the families. Look, they're, in the this army. is not the army. <laughs> this is not the army. Like, I don't yeah. know what you're saying. Like, this is, this is a completely, like, uncharted uh, waters. And, you know, it's like, you know, you knew what you signed up for. No, they didn't. Not really. I mean, to be fair, yeah, they could have opted out if they wanted to, but you know, the majority right. of them didn't. And we right. don't know what's going on. So when when you have idiots like Mike Milbury, be like, uh, you know, like uh, I wouldn't have done that. He's, you know, yeah. his team's in the lurch and all this. I wouldn't have done that. Well, you also think that you're in Seattle, first of all. Second of all, you also yeah. beat a guy, a fan with his own shoe. Three, you're just the one of the worst hockey people in the world. And four, you don't know his life. You don't know what's right. going on. And if and exactly. he has a newborn, uh, you know kid was born in april I, I thought she was pregnant but she already had the baby two young ones you don't know what's going on well, we don't that, know it's hard for someone to be separated from their kids like like i, I especially in that situation you got yeah but one. mike the whole all everybody else in the league is doing it so and and that's and that's the thing you know i at first i kind of was like this is bizarre this is weird this is strange why would he do that to his team and then i kind of kind of tried to be empathetic and look at look at it from his perspective and I'm going to compare it to working from home. Uh, I, at first, I loved it. I was so excited to be able to work from home, don't have to go in the office, get to sleep in a little later. And then after a while, uh, I kind of got the, the sense that home doesn't feel like home anymore when you're working. It just feels like you're working all the time. So for him, when they're not playing hockey and they're kind of in the bubble doing whatever they're doing with their teammates, it's your mind never kind of veers away from hockey and and that's his job right so i can um, i can see that it it could be taxing mentally for a lot of these guys and especially him with his unique situation uh 
two young kids, a newborn. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I think I think we lost Cack. Yeah, he was so sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of go- freaked me out a little bit. I'm going in and, and out. I was like, at him. I'm like, this guy hasn't blinked in quite a while here. Like, I think I'm, I kind of jumped when I saw his face, too. It kind of scared oh, me. Oh, did it freeze, like, really weird? It froze like this. <laughs> oh, because because like I got the I got the uh, the warning that my connection is unstable, and I could feel my I could hear it like teetering in and out. Oh, so shit. I was a little, so that's where I'm like doing this or whatever because yeah, yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, is, is this guy? Is he here? What's right? What's going? What's going on? He's, I'm having too much Red Bull, boys. <laughs> Look like Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, burned all my hair off, and I'm ready to go. I look like Joe Rogan. I should shave my beard and go as Joe Rogan for Halloween. Boom. <laughs> you should. You just got to get full sleeves. Uh, what did I miss? Uh, not much. We were just <laughs> not, we were wrapping up about Tuka Rask, but let's, yeah. now it's how we have a reset here. So, uh, Habs fans, uh, talk to me about Claude Julian. Uh, Mike? Uh, he had he had chest pains uh i think the 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 night of game one or the day after and uh coronary artery so uh i think they are they brought him back to montreal to be evaluated and kurt from what i hear he from what i hear he's healthy he's doing good yeah Um, he's he's doing good good recovery yes it's pretty routine these days like they they it's it's surgery. They probably put a stent in in his yeah, one of his did. arteries or something. And but it is it is pretty routine. It's not sort of what it used to be. So, so I don't. I know he's out for the rest of the series. Not sure if they're gonna have him back. If if on the, the IR. house, the coach if, is on the yeah. IR. Well, Pat no, Quinn think, got I hit think, with a puck in the face, and he was yeah. kind of on the IR. But I think hey. he's out for the rest of the rest of the playoffs, no matter oh, what. Okay, so then Kirk Muller takes, uh, um, you know, the the coaching reins, and he has yep. already one more win than Sheldon Keith did. Mm. Uh, in the actual playoffs. So eat that, Leaf fans. Is that more of an indictment on coaching doesn't really do anything? It's just about the team? Uh, well, I mean, systems are – I mean, I, <laughs> this game too. Listen, Kirk Muller's been there f- for a long time. He's yeah, also, he, he's he, also a hockey legend. So exactly. Yeah, he was there for a long time, went to Carolina to head coach, went back to Montreal to be an assistant. Um, they were flying game two. Like, they yeah. were out shooting Philly 12 nothing at one point. Um Last yeah, yeah, last night they oh man, so you many chances. Tough Jonathan, game. It was a tough game. The the one goal, I mean, it was kind of yeah. a fluky kind of goal. Like it I was, was I have that written down on my notes. Like I guess Carter Hart's a good goalie. <laughs> well I he mean, wasn't the, on he wasn't in game two. No, he wasn't, but I mean he shut Dude, the door he again. He's twenty three shots. Yeah, it's not a lot. I but, mean I mean you can't a guy let in five goals the the game. Oh, before. there goes Cack again. <laughs> oh, yeah. look, at, look at that little smile uh i geo it just brings me back to uh our our anderson Fred, frederick anderson conversation like yeah i mean freddie didn't let in five goals ever in the play in in throughout no. this whole thing i mean no. carrie price i mean he's been looking great yet yeah, he let did he let in a fluky goal maybe yeah it was a tip in front of the net and then it kind right. of bounced up high over his like shoulder right. it was a little weird so, so i yeah. mean it, shit happens, especially as yeah. a goalie. I mean, sometimes you get the bounce, sometimes you don't get the bounce. So, I mean, it's it's oh, Jonathan yeah, Jonathan Duran still makes me nervous. There is no, you can't know. He's just a waste of space, waste yeah. of space. Can't yeah. stand yeah. him. He's he's. I don't know what the hell he's doing, man. But Fine. you know what? I the Habs. I I gotta hand it to them. They're playing. I mean, they've exceeded my expectations personally. I uh, didn't really have my many. Well, everyone was picking Pittsburgh in three or four. Yeah. Except me, so. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, really? <laughs> also, I'd like to, I think, I think the majority of the teams that I 
pick to win their series currently are in in the lead or very close. So yeah, but, we can give a we can give a quick little recap on those before we set let's up. Let's do another one to me before we get to Jack Edwards and all that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, exactly. So uh, Tampa Bay today's Wednesday. Obviously, you guys listen to this, so we're to, we're doing Monday scores. Um, Tampa Bay they just defeated uh, Columbus two to one, so they have no. Columbus on the ropes. Uh, three to one and honestly Fuck. that makes me happy because as a leaf fan i want to see tampa bay win the cup not because they're my second favorite team but just to show kyle dubas that you need to add some grit if you want to go somewhere in the playoffs uh moving on um colorado and arizona they're currently uh going on right now it's halfway through the first zero zero colorado um was up two to one uh the islanders uh, they got washington on the ropes three nothing series lead and overtime win yesterday the islanders have one loss so far in the bubble. Um, kudos to them. Uh, Dallas and Calgary. Dallas That's with a huge overtime one. win. Um, Joe Pavelski. Yeah, Joe Pavelski, a hat trick. He tied it with 12 seconds left. Dallas also had a tying goal with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Uh, reverse back. Uh, did you guys see it was a goaltender interference? Yeah. Corey Perry. He, uh, it's Perry like Corey Perry is not the first time, line. bud. Yeah, no, I know. It was, it, yeah, like that. Usually I hate the way how like I hate how soft the NHL has been with goaltender interference lately. Um, and that one, like that's just you can't even dispute it, you can't even argue it. Um, yeah. we talked about the Flyers Habs game. Uh St. Louis, wow. Uh they stay alive. Vancouver could have had them in a chokehold. Uh three-nothing. Um St. Louis Braden Shen. Uh, Mikey, I know he's one of your favorite players. Um, he's 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 one of my favorite role role playing players. Mm-hmm. Like he just goes out and does his job. I like the guy. I mean, he's the kind of player that I would want on the Leafs, for example. And I I hate to keep bringing it back, but I mean, every time I look at other teams, I just think about parts of their teams that we just don't have, and it drives me crazy. So it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, kudos to him. I respect him. Good for you. Yeah. Um, and then the other series as well, uh, Chicago uh, coming, coming out of nowhere again, uh, to stay alive and to not get swept. Um, so the Blackhawks, they take that one three to one and you know what? Yeah. Vegas is up three, one in that series, but I think it could be a bit of a tighter series. The way, the way two, that two. Chicago came back, man, yeah. I've been watching that series and they have Vegas has one loss. That was their only loss. I do not know why they went back to, and he's not the reason. He's not the reason that they lost. But going back to Robin Leonard after Mark Andre Fleury did a very good job in keeping them in it in Game Three. I don't know what the reason was for that. Um, but Chicago has a new life in them, so Vegas yeah. has to really be careful. Any team that has Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves on it, I Duncan mean, it's. Keith. It's it's scary. Corey Crawford. Never mind Corey those Crawford. guys. And, and Corey Crawford leaving a minute. Corey Crawford didn't get a lot of respect over the last few years as the guy had Chicago concussions Blackhawks. and COVID. I mean, I mean, I gotta respect. I and I listen. I never said that. Like I was never one of those people that was like, oh, he he lost his game. He used to be one of the best goalies at one point. So, I mean, what's to say that he can't turn it up and and play the way he we know that he's capable of playing. And like I said, when you got Patrick Kane, one of the best pure goal scorers, puck handlers uh, in our modern, our, the modern era. Um, and, and Jonathan Taves, one of the best two-way forwards. And I believe one of the best playmakers. I mean, they have lots of aspects to their team that I think can bring them over the edge as well. They were one of the teams that I said was going to, you know, perform an upset. I mean, I'm pretty far off of that prediction, but you never know. Like you said, they could, they could come back and, you know, 
have make make a little push here i you know yeah for sure momentum is a big thing and i was in la when they came back against the san jose sharks a few years back so right. you never know of course nobody in la knew it but yeah of course not <laughs> i did <laughs> yeah so i guess some of those series um we could still see a sweep with the islanders um but it looks like some of these series are turning out to be pretty interesting um tonight uh so let's try and make a prediction here we got um Boston and Carolina at eight o'clock. Um, I'm predicting Carolina is going to have a big bounce back game. I think they're they, going to get to Yarrow Halak a little bit. They're going to they friggin' better. Yeah, no Pasternak. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, These are they, ones you should win. They got the brooms on the ropes. Exactly. They, well, the unless they the refs win. have something to say about it, which the refs are trying to stick it to Brindamore ever since he made that comment. You see yeah, that? And yeah, I did see that. Yep. And then um, we'll uh, we'll talk about it towards the end of the show. The, but yeah, the Canes, the Canes actually uh, paid for that fine too, did they not? Plus an extra seventeen dollars. Yeah. The, the owner, yeah, Tom Dundon. I thought that was kind of a stupid thing. Like everyone yeah. knows Tom Dundon's like cheap, and it's like why you gotta post your check on social media just to prove like because they want to be the trolls. Like they're it being trolls to, on social tried, media. It, yeah, but it tried to be like a good PR move, but I think it ended up being a bad PR move. Um, I didn't see it that way at all, but yeah, I mean, it can be misconstrued it, differently. It's, for it's sure. either way. And then um, later tonight we have the Blues and Canucks. So hopefully. Um, Maybe St. Louis can make that an interesting series because then they'll play again on Wednesday, I believe. Let me double check the schedule. Here. I did yeah, uh, play on Wednesday. I did say that I believe that Vancouver will win that series, and that's pretty strong statement for myself. Seeing as I I called St. Louis winning the Stanley Cup last year, and I, I'll keep repeating it just so people remember. <laughs> I did call St. Louis winning the Stanley Cup last year, and this year I called Vancouver to beat them. So. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see that prediction come yeah. true. And then finally, the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup this Man, year. Man, I hope that Coyotes like just keep going. And so, well, just so you have to go back locks. and be like, oh. there it is. One nothing, Colorado. Damn uh, so it. Colorado's gone up one nothing with 420. Um, let's see who scored the goal here. It was Matt Nieto uh, with his first of the playoffs. Um, so the Colorado's up one nothing in game four. Um, so now let's, uh, so those are the kind of series recaps there. Um, yep. Before we get to the end of the show where we talk about Svechikov and Jack Edwards and that whole nine, um, let's tee up our interview with Aaron and Luke of the LA oh, broadcast. Right. So guys, um, we're going to throw that interview here and uh, go check them out because they're actually still recording. <laughs> um, they're doing 53 straight hours. Um, so without further ado, here are the boys at the LA podcast. Uh, connecting to audio. We are connecting. They can't hear us yet. <clears throat> you guys hear us? Oh, there Yay! we go. Hey. From outer space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that Wait. happened. <laughs> you guys are floating in and out of space right now. Is this Correct. what happens when you try to record for 53 hours straight? That's exactly <laughs> what happens. <laughs> What's up, guys? No, hey. Not much, man. Not much. We're Look, yeah, look. We, I've been uh, I've been tuning in and out of the stream a little bit during the day as I was at, as I was at work. So a uh, couple things. Uh, it looks like Luke didn't give us the cold shoulder. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> yeah, we know we know the Raps game is on, but they're dominating right now. So we heard you guys talking. Maybe you can get a little break. What's the score? Give us an update. Sixty-two thirty-three as of right now. Oh, we man. are lights out from three. I haven't I haven't seen us miss yet, but I've been kind of wow. in and out. But, Easy money. Oh yeah, man. Like these Raps. I was actually just talking about. It. I was like. The amount of like stress I have watching a Leafs game in comparison to watching a Raptors game, it's like not even close. I just hate oh, this man. Raptors team. And the Leafs, I'm just like, I have no idea what team is going to show up right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, before before we get into that, uh, we want to thank you guys. You like you might like you've been teasing a little podcast inception um, going on right now. So you guys are how many hours are you in now? I think it's like four or five hours. Yeah, we're five hours in in six minutes. So we have two days left. <laughs> <laughs> only two days. Only well, two days. Just a quick two days. How's it? Uh, how's it going? I mean, um, I'm eating potatoes. So honestly, I see that. <laughs> I'm glad to see that. Yeah, yeah don't chew in the mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, I've learned so, that lesson. So we're yeah we're I mean we're doing pretty well so far like. We've try- we're trying to keep ourselves busy as possible so that we don't remember how tired we are, but I'm not really tired yet. Um, <laughs> yet. <laughs> there's like waves, oh, there's, there's waves in like, what do we talk about now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I get it. We were kind of in a lull and then Luke's buddy called and just started describing what he was wearing. I, I heard some of that. <laughs> I heard some of that. That was, yeah, that right. was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we teased up, uh, like this ep- this episode this feature last week um we kind of gave a little bit of background but for our listeners if you guys kind of want to explain who you guys are what you're doing this for and um uh you obviously send people to the gofundme page and all that kind of stuff so just kind of give us a little rundown for everyone okay so um our podcast we're called it's called the la podcast um we uh we run weekly we uh we go on thursdays usually we're releasing uh new episodes um it's kind of just a fun podcast we do a lot of interviews and a lot of like funny videos uh we we just joke around kind of like do our own thing it doesn't really have an identity yet but we're trying to we're we're working on it but right now what we're doing uh we kind of came up with this idea a while back uh the for the 53 hour podcast to break the record um, and we thought like, why just do it to break the record? That won't get anyone excited. Let's do it for the kids because hmm. that's who matters in this world. They're the future. Right. So, yep. uh, we're I love doing that. This, yeah. So we're doing this for horizon, uh, empower the orphaned, uh, which is a, um, organization that, uh, establishes micro communities, self-sustainable, self-sustaining micro communities in third world countries. So they have, they have a community in, in Kenya one in Honduras and one in um, in Guatemala. They have, yeah, they have two in Kenya. Yeah, okay, two. Wow. In Ke- sorry, two in Kenya. Yeah, Luke's the expert on it. He's actually been to Kenya. <laughs> That's all right. If I wasn't yeah. mucking these potatoes, no, no <laughs> worries. Muck those potatoes. I, I I was wondering how you guys were going to do dinners and lunches and eat. Yeah, break that down breaks. for us. Like, what, what what's what's the sl- is there any sleep going to happen? Anything like that? No, no sleep. So the no way sleep. I like to, <laughs> the way I like to describe it is. Like if you guys, you guys are all hockey players or former hockey players. You guys ever do a runathon? Where it's I, like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna run ten kilometers if you yes. donate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So if you donated money and then those people ran seven kilometers instead of ten, how would you feel? Uh, I'd feel ripped <laughs> off. I'd feel. Uh... <laughs> so we're gonna you try. To, attack? Yeah. So we're gonna try to stay awake this entire fifty-three hours. Wow. We're gonna keep each other in check. We got. Somebody's gonna come in with a Windex bottle full of water so they can nice. spray, I, I, spray I, us like mini me. I'm I'm totally I'm actually really <laughs> embarrassed. I forgot to play your intro music. Oh shit! There's a brand new guest coming on. Hey! hey. 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 The podcast. <laughs> anyways, anyways. <laughs> All right, we gotta. Sorry, yeah, we gotta that's a, that's completely over. embarrassing. No, no, I love that. I love that. I own that. That's Our my producer fault. Luke has been sleeping at the wheel here. I Aaron's gonna have to hit me. I don't like. It. Yeah, we're, I'm gonna. I'm. I run a tight ship. I run a tight <laughs> spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. awesome. So, uh, guys, you can go check out their live stream or 
Honestly, but we post our episodes on Wednesday. What time are you guys finishing on Wednesday exactly? Uh, we'll be finishing at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Oh, okay, perfect. So our episode drops right at midnight. So for the people hearing this, um, go tune in to the final, the final hours, the final countdown. Uh, try and get my space joke in there. Um, <laughs> the final countdown of the LA podcast, and you'll be able to catch them actually break the world record. Um, I have nothing but faith that Aaron and Luke will be able to do this. Um, so if we want to kind of talk about a little bit of hockey now before we get back into what you guys will be doing for the next two days. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Toronto, uh, the Maple Leafs. Uh, there's really no other way to put it. Aaron, I know when me and you got me and you were going to school together, all we could talk about was hockey and the Maple Leafs. And uh, the passion runs deep with us and all of us here face off. And <laughs> yeah. So uh, just kind of give us your. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is a PG podcast. Are we swearing or no? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Oh, I, I asked the same question about yours. So, oh, dude, ours, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Can swear? I mean, I feel like it'd be hard to go like fifty. What is it? Fifty-three hours with no swearing? No, yeah. it's for the I, fucking kids, boys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that emphasis from the fucking kids. Like, yeah. For everybody, fucking donin. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking, speaking speaking of the kids, uh, Aaron, if you had to do. If you were replacing Kyle Dubas next week or next month, what would be your first item on your agenda? Um, so my biggest issue with Dubas, and like I think everybody's being a little bit um, reactionary with Kyle oh. Dubas. I think he's been I think he's been okay, and there's been a lot of there's been a lot of good things that he's done, but there have been a lot of bad things. So I think the problem with Dubas is that everybody's always on an extreme. There's like two ends of the spectrum. So some people are like, fire him right away. Everything he does is shit. And then like, there's the other end of the spectrum where it's just like, oh, like give him a break, give him a break. And they're like unwilling to criticize him. Yes. Which, I, I actually completely agree with, with that sentiment. I, I used to be the first one or the, the latter, the one that you said second. Hmm. And over the last year and a half or so, I've completely switched sides and I just – I'm sick of the guy. Like I, I can't deal with it anymore. I can't sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep well, at night. Well, he's he, like, I, I saw a, a tweet from him. It was a James Myrtle. So he was quoting him verbatim. And he said, he said, um, everybody's being a little bit hard on oh. Cody CC. So if you, if you look at his underlying numbers, they're actually a lot better than what you would think. I'm like, I don't need his underlying numbers. I saw some of those passes. He was <laughs> If, if he's so good – oh, sorry, continue. No, no, go. Like, I, if he's so good, Kyle, resign him. Resign <laughs> yeah. him. No, like, no, no, don't resign no, him. If he's don't so good, him. like – Don't put that uh, out there. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you put it out there. Yeah, I don't want any part of that either. Yeah. But I'm just – my uh, – that press conference just ticked me off because it seemed like there was – Kyle Dubas and company were – like anything – you know what makes me mad is the inability over – like inability to admit issues that you yourself created so it was kind of hard to see kyle dubas try to twist it and turn it you know at for kyle for cody cc he doesn't have to say face anymore with cody cc okay he's done after this year yeah there's no reason yeah there's no reason to be protecting this guy unless you're trying to save face for a move that you made back in the day but then at the same time Here's another question. Would you rather have one year of Cody Cece, which is now done? Right. Or would you still rather have seven years of Zaitsev? Ooh. That's a, well, that was what the trade was. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, I, 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 you're not. 
That's so actually that's a very good look, question. Okay, I'm going to throw a little curveball. Is it the season Cody Cece just had, or does he get a chance at redemption? Is it a brand new year? Oh, I think uh, he's beyond that. <laughs> I'm saying it's this season because it seems like this season is par for the course for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, did, did, special. Did so Cece – did CC come over with one year left on his contract, or did Dubis pay? No, he the, no. He, he no, he had to resign him. He had to sign he had him. To, he had to resign him, right? Yeah. So if that, I forget what it was. There was something in his deal which, like, it's like he it gave him like all the leverage. Is yours? Is, had to sign him is your guys' uh, Instagram and face off puck pod? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Yeah, just tag good we got the tag. We got the tag. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it putting it that way, the fact that he did re-sign him and then he did uh give him the money the money that he got which is absurd absolutely ridiculous uh i mean if it were the other way other way around i would offload zaitsev zaitsev's contract for one year of cody cc for sure but i mean don't re-sign him don't pay him what what was he making g four and a half five million four and a half, four and a half yeah, yeah. fucking joke <laughs> it was and that's what i almost felt during the year it was like like sometimes sometimes it's just like why don't we just scratch it but then well, i feel I, like they're we're playing this guy four and a half we got well, that's like, that's exactly the thought that was going through management coaches heads was like i was f- for sure thought that they were like when he got injured they were just going to keep him on the injury reserve list and then they brought him back and i thought they were going to throw him down in like i don't know the third defensive pairing or something but no like they kicked him right back up to the top and i think it's solely because they need a reason to justify how much he was making. And that was it. They're like, he's making four and a half million. We got to throw him on the top defensive pairing. And it was just absolutely you know, horrendous. Well, it was a joke. Honestly, like some of the things, some of the things that I was watching, I was like, that's like, that's like basic defense. One one like yeah. the middle, like, correct. Um, yeah. Like not like, like just chucking it into traffic. So many times, like when you're in the defensive zone, and there's a lot of people on the other side. What's the easiest way to get it out? High and hard off the boards. Send it, yeah, high and hard off the boards, or send it to your winger on the far side. Correct. Yeah, he would fire it straight into the tra- straight straight into traffic, and it was like, have you ever been taught how to play this game? <laughs> I, don't, I thought like, you were in the World Juniors. Like you were a, a pretty good prospect. Yeah. I remember yeah. watching the World Juniors and be like, oh, Ottawa's got a pretty good player here. And he's just yeah. like, yeah. I think that's it, though. I think the adjustment from minor leagues into the NHL for some players, maybe him specifically, mm-hmm. I think that adjustment is hard for for him because, like, I don't like he had the the awareness in the minors, but this is different. Well, he didn't he have different. didn't he have one season where he had like ten goals or something like that in Ottawa? I think so. Yeah. So who was he partnered with? Carl. Uh, <laughs> Probably Carlson. Maybe. <laughs> like that's why. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's, that's the only reason, exactly. With one of the best offensive minds before that, what is Achilles injury he had? Yeah, something like that. Matt, Matt, Matt Cook, like, yeah. slice and dice. Yeah, I remember that. I think I was like Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, yeah. Two Norths in a row or something. Like, yeah. I'm not. Getting, I'm not a Carlson fan, but I. You can't <laughs> deny that. You can't deny it. I mean. Mike also thinks Nazem Kadri is going to be in the Hall of Fame if he wins a Stanley Cup. Wait, the way the so. way he's the way he's playing right now, buddy, you never know. I guess well, you know the, the Hockey Hall of Fame is honestly a little bit of. I mean, it's not. Yes. it's a little bit of a joke. I, it's, yeah. the, it's the Hall of Fame of really good now. It's yeah. it's yeah. 
are in there. I'm just like, oh, I got it's, it's a little bit. I, I kind of set it a little bit as a, a mockery of it as well. But no, like, I, I mean, I actually love Nazem Kadri and his play is showing for, for Colorado right now. He's the one player I wish we didn't trade. And I think that's where I kind of, my, my whole outlook on Dubis just flipped was that trade. It just rubbed me the wrong way right from the beginning. And I've never been able to look at our defense and even like our, our management the same because of it. It, it just like, it just disgusts me. It makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. So that trade to me, I mean, I understand what he was doing. I, I do I too. I don't really understand why, but what I don't understand, sorry, is why we like, we just picked up Tyson Berry. He's the exact same defense, like pretty much the exact same type of player as Riley. Like it's right. not the type of player we and needed. Exactly. Like, and, and they had them like, like, and when they put Barry on the power play, over Riley, I mean, that drove me fucking unit, crazy, yeah. too. Drove me crazy. Um, and, yeah, and, like, we just got rid of, like, a Jake Gardner-type player and, and just brought in Tyson Berry. And, like you said, same player as a lot of the defensemen we already have in Dermott, in Morgan Riley. And it's just not the kind of defenseman we need. Like, Cody Cece and Hall and Muzzin, I mean, they're three big bodies. They're slower. But two of them actually play decent defense. And I can forgive, you know, some of their little technical uh, faults. But Cody Cece, I mean, he doesn't have anything really at all. So, uh, yeah, those uh, – our, inter- our internet's switching in. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut off the Raptors game for a second. <laughs> no worries, no worries, guys. Yeah, it's been a little bit uh... – While he does that, I'm going to make that bigger. One sec. Yeah, so, guys, uh, once again, if you're listening to this, you can tune into the LA podcast on YouTube. Um, you'll be able to catch their – Final countdown moments, final hours uh, as they reach the 53-hour mark. That's something I never thought would be humanly possible, but these boys can do it. Um, before we get back in a little bit of hockey talk, um, we got we got big donations. I got sorry. There's yeah, another, no, bring them up. Bring them up. This is also it. your podcast. Yeah, as well. the alarm, Aaron. Oh my god! No, get no, over I, there. I, I'm, I'm just my headphones back on. Get it. Okay, what happens when Inception comes in? Actually, I don't like. I like this one. Yeah. Here we go. Thanks for your donations. Here we go. Who is it? Who is it here? We got Megan Mitchell. 250 bucks. 270. Wow. Woo! Megan's coming to play. That's big time. Don't fuck with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. 270, and then we got... We got Lindsay Beacock with a big 200. Oh, shit. 200. 4,195. Scott, Lindsay, and Stephanie, we're fucking here watching you watch. You're watching us watch you watch. Thank you. Well done. Big stuff. Yeah, it was just a quick uh, shout out. To yeah, no, team. absolutely. Aaron wants to talk. Aaron wants to talk more Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, more? Okay. Yeah, well, we we also once we're done here uh, with the LA podcast, boys, we're definitely going to send in a donation. Um, we were kind of sure. waiting a little bit until we jumped on the podcast, and then kind of gave a little our spiel a little bit before we donate. But we're definitely going to hit that up. Um, so, Aaron, I heard you on your other uh, sports podcast, name on the front. Uh, you do with Brandon and Mike. Uh, all three of us went to school together. All four of us, I should say. Um, so you guys are the Toronto centric podcast. And I heard, I saw a little clip about William Nylander. Uh, he, he's automatically out the door for you. Um, I think all of us, yeah, I think all of us can agree, can agree with that. Um, I've also been one to say, and I've been saying it for a while now. Um, I would straight up one for one trade Mitch Marner for Matthew Kachuk. 
if that trade ever came possible, um, I think I would do it. I know Marner's an unreal player. I just think he makes way too much money. And yeah. the difference in dollars from Marner to Kachuk, yeah, you're losing some points, but you're bringing in some grit, some heart, a player who's tough to play against, and I think that's what the Leafs need. Um, so I know when you said you wanted to trade William Nylander, it's tough to say what you would get for him at this point because you hear a lot of teams being like, yeah, we love him, but, and then they go on to give something. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you do? So I think trade speculations are always really tough because it's like, like there's so many people that try to do them online where like you see people and it's like, who wouldn't do this? And it's like, what are you you showing me? The Nazem Kadri trade. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody in our chat says the Nazem Kadri trade was an absolute joke. So they agree. Yes. Yes. Fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> you got support in the chat. <laughs> Thank you, chat. Yeah. yeah. So I was saying, um, I just, I find it hard to speculate. Um, but obviously, like, as, as, like, most people say, like, if the price is right, like, let's do it. Like, Mitch Marner, I, mean, I love Mitch Marner. He's, I have a problem thinking about trading him because I don't know if you guys are the same, but I'll watch like prospects and I'll be like, that's a guy I want the least to draft. And when yeah. you're right about it, when you're right about it, you yeah. kind of get a little more of a connection to that. Yeah. But like when I was watching, I, cause I'm McDavid's from my hometown, Newmarket. So I was really following the OHL that year. And I was like, who's this fucking Mitch Marner guy that's beating <laughs> David in points. Mitch Marnie. Like, yeah, I was like getting annoyed by it. I was like, yeah. I was like this is McDavid's year. Like, yeah. but then I started looking at his highlights and I watched him in the World Juniors and I was like, this guy is something special. And if we can get him, I remember there was a there was a discussion. Like, I don't know if like you guys can go through this. Were you guys Team Hannafin, Team Strom, or Team Marner back in that draft? Oh, I was one hundred percent Team Marner. So, Marner. so, so was I. Babcock I mean, was Hanif- Team Hannafin. Oh, yeah, all the way. Most, and thank God, Mark Hunter, the man from the London Knights, stepped in and was like, uh, "No, Babs, take a seat." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was all, I was all in on the Marner train. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like any, like if you watched his junior highlights, you were like, "This guy's that's." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And you know what? His play, his play reminds me exactly of Datsuk's play. He's he, he, even when he doesn't score, he's great on the penalty kill. He's uh, he's got a, a great defensive mind. He's got great awareness on the ice. He's but, a mission out there, but, but there's, I, yeah, like there's, he's still got some untapped potential. And I, I think that, I don't know what it's going to take to get it, but like even in the, in the, the COVID cup era, he didn't look like he was playing up to well he wasn't engaged in game one he said it himself so guy makes 10.893 million a year and he's like yeah i wasn't i mean yeah okay he he's being honest but come on like you're being you know you you almost sat out for a little bit right he's had this whole negotiation in the summer that was the whole narrative and right. then you you, you 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 do that like really like what's it going to take for you to be fully and, engaged in and game one then and that's where I or lose Red my and yeah Red Bull exactly but, <laughs> yeah, Red Bull but yeah, these guys sponsored by Red Bull too yeah, yeah well there you go <laughs> yeah. yeah the LA podcast brought to you by Red Bull that's huge <laughs> that's that. huge. yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sponsored by Peloton yeah, no so. we're not we're not brought to you by Red Bull. they're just supporting us in our, in and you got just like how you guys are brought by Red Bull we're brought by Peloton so it's the same deal don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> but uh I, that's where i lose a lot of my connection with mitch marner my like personal uh sort of like like you said you have a personal sort of bond with the player because you were watching him when he was younger that's where i, I lose it is 
yeah right but so so i kind of lose that when i see him get his money and i'm like great but like i need you to perform now and then it kind of goes off uh, out the wayside and eh, just i don't know you know he's also oh that was just his cap hit his actual dollars the cash he's bringing in is 16 million yeah it's think about 16 million in cash yeah takes a day off must be nice must be nice and i think (laughs) Uh, a lot of the, a lot of it with Marner, and um, this is like something that endears him to Leafs fans, but it's also kind of a detriment to him. Is I think I don't think he's very mature. Um, uh, yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. Like, and he's very he's he's he acts young. He's dancing around. It's like his personality is awesome, and it's amazing. It's it's fun to watch as a fan, and it, it kind of endears you to the player. But at the same right. time, I think I think the negative press affected him more so than it would have most people. 100 percent yeah because i don't i don't think he has that mental uh maturity to be able to look past that and i think he he came in he was the darling of toronto everybody loved him and then all of a sudden it turned (laughs) on it literally it turned like a a 180 immediately well that's all thanks contract shit well, yeah, exactly. Thanks to Darren Ferris, because as soon as Austin resigned and that came out, the ne- like within like 24 hours, Marner's agent is shitting on the whole thing. And Marner can be a plucky hamster, but he also, you know, I mean, uh, sorry, what's that? Yeah, I don't know. Plucky what hamster. What he's the not, hell he's are not, you talking about? He, you know, he's <laughs> full of energy. You know, he's, yeah. he's a buzz. I you mean, know? I want to make reference to earlier on in the LA podcast. I heard something about red squirrels being evil red squirrels. Oh, dude, red, yeah. dude, <laughs> yeah. red squirrels are actually the worst. They ate through a pipe in my parents' basement. And, oh, my God. And, and it flooded the entire thing. We found, like, acorn shells and shit. Yeah, and they get pissed off. Yeah, yeah they're, like, evil. <laughs> Don't get close. Like yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Marner, Marner's the little red squirrel. Of the yeah. Team. I just want to read what Scott said in this uh, chat yeah, here. We gotta, yeah, we got an interview. Yeah, jump in, jump in. He said, uh, Nazem Kadri trade was an absolute joke. Why trade the heart and soul of your team for another offensive defenseman? He's the only guy who's out there laying kids out. <laughs> Nylander, preach, Scott. <laughs> Nylander is gone. Cat probably, too. Had awful hands. <laughs> Can't replace those guys with some two for defensemen. couple gritty bastards who won't take the nonsense <laughs> yeah. the least get dealt. Marner is a weapon. Just got to get him working out with Gary Roberts to beef up a smidge. Yeah. All those takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Scott Rath. Gary Rock. Gary Rock. Shout out Scott. Uh, Gary Roberts can definitely put some pounds on Mitch Marner, but you know what? It's, uh, we were gonna we were gonna bring it up on our show a bit later, and we were gonna talk about how the New York Islanders right now they're three and zero up against the Caps. Uh, yeah, that's Lou Lamorello, Sans John Tavares, yeah. um, Barry that's Trotz bringing in impressive man. Yeah, and you know what? It just there's got you know who the Leafs need right now. They need Leo Komarov. They need Roman Polak. They need Matt Martin. They need those kind of. They need Nazem Kadri, and it's. I was going to talk about on our show, like the Leafs have just regressed the two years with Dubas at the helm. John Tavares, great player. Love the guy. Was he necessary for this team? I, man, at $11 million, it's, it's really not looking like it. Say. It's hard to say. And it's, it's not an indictment on Tavares. 
Yeah. How's that contract going to look in five years? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he's 29 years old. I could have sworn he was 35 the way he was skating, the way he was playing. Uh, Love the guy. Don't think, uh, don't think it's going to pan out very well. Actually, when I was asked what I would do if I was the GM of the Leafs, I said, I would probably try to flip that contract, flip trade John Tavares and get some. Yeah. No move, no trade, man. He's staying here. He's staying. Well, He's got the C on his chest. Exactly. What do you guys think yeah. of that too? You think? Uh, oh, I think it's a. Fun, I think, think Riley. I was I was a big Riley guy too, but I mean, honestly, why not give it to Matthews, dude? It's yeah. it's Matthews' well, team. That's how they. That's. Cactus. You saw it at the playoffs, man. He was the heart and soul. He was the only Listen, one out there that I, I looked at. Yeah, looking our ca- our ca- our co-host here, Cack, he's gonna put on his tinfoil hat, and he thinks not a tinfoil hat. He also thinks it has to think it has to do with the underpants situation. Yeah, they were ready to do it. They were ready to do it. And then the underpants situation happened. And then they they changed their tune to Tavares. But as as far as like my deep dives were going, and even Chris Johnson even mentioned it, like they were ready to give him the C. And then the whole Arizona thing happened. And Kyle Dubas didn't even know about it. They didn't even like warn him ahead of time that this was going to come out. So he found out when we found out and then yeah. they just gave it to Tavares. Well, that's, that's not Matthews's fault. That's management's fault. You should keep tabs on your best player, your franchise player. Austin Matthews should be the captain of this team. It's his team. John Tavares came in and, and wait, and hold on. Had no business taking the taking that seat. Hold on. Are you saying that it's, Matthews wasn't responsible for hiding it for months? Dude, what do you expect, Kay? First of all, he he's still a young kid too. He's he's being advised. He, he's not making these decisions alone. Okay. He's got yeah, adults are. He's got people who are telling him what to do. So I have a tough time putting that on Austin Matthews. He's also what? He was 18, 19, 20 years old at the time. And 20. you know, he's like they're kids, man. These guys are kids. Like you said, they dumb stuff when I was 20. Yeah. I did yeah. some stupid shit too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could list it off, but I mean, it's, it, you can't blame them. How are you not aware of your star players? Every move, even in, during the off season. I agree. But at the same time, I kind of want to put my tinfoil hat on a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, and I kind of like, I kind of want to want to mirror uh, like the way NFL GMs work where it's that that's my guy mentality, right? Yeah. So who drafted Matthews? Lou. Lou. Right? Yeah. Lou drafted Matthews. Who signed Tavares? Dubas. Yeah. Right? Fucking Eagles. Who got, the, who got the C? Yeah. I know. It's a jo- that's it, the way it, I look I, at it. I, I yeah, that's that honestly the, a very good point. I never really looked at it like that. It's, mm. it's, that was that whole thing was the beginning of the downfall for the Maple Leafs. In my, I was actually at the game when they, when they revealed – who was going to be captain and it, i was fucking pissed the entire game i was just didn't even enjoy it i was so i was sitting there sulking the whole time well matthews yeah he's like how many times do you draft a guy first overall to be your quote-unquote franchise player and they don't become the captain right it's like, I mean, centerman look at eichel yeah. look at look at mcdavid like these guys he he deserved it and i felt listen i was the biggest critic of austin matthews for the last few years in the playoffs cack relax pal I was, I was his biggest critic. I was so hard on him. Not the bit. Yeah, he is. He always is, though. Uh, I was a huge critic of him. I, I thought he didn't play very well, regardless of how many goals he had, in, in, even in last playoffs. I can't say that about this year. He played lights out. He was the hardest working player every single night. That's what you want to see from your captain. John Tavares, like I said, I thought he was 35 years old. I actually had to Google to make sure he wasn't. He uh, looked invisible, honestly, yeah. from what I was watching. Yeah. Uh, he, man, I have people telling me he played very well, and he missed three open nets and hit posts. And, like, 
he just he gave the puck away and and they came back and scored. Goes in like yeah. like it it so drives no, me nuts. No, man. almost like that's like that's the old saying. Right, should have, would have, could have. Almost right. only counts in uh, horseshoes and hand grenades. Hand grenades. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly right. So <laughs> well, that's that's why I, I have a hard time. Uh, I, know, I mean, just... it's, it seems to be like the, the bar for expectations among Leaf fans seem to get lower and lower. I mean, even Dubas in his press conference was patting himself on the back for, for – they were like, well, they barely scored on us. Yeah, well, the Columbus Blue Jackets also had the third uh, – they came in third last in goals for a game. So Their leading point score had 49 points. In exactly. Yeah. So you want to pat With yourself for – If you want to pat yourself for 12 goals and five games against in which you lost – yeah, sure. Yeah. Fine. Go for it. But they also don't score. So I just, I, I found it. I'm, I'm going to jump in here. I'm cause I'm also reading your guys live chat at the same time. And Scott is just yeah. throwing out fucking hot takes like crazy. But oh, what oh, he man, just said Scotty. here about the most disappointing thing. And I 110% agree with you, Scott. Cause I said this exact same thing watching this live when Jason Spezza had to drop the gloves and yeah. fight yeah. the oldest guy, the most grizzled vet, I mean, I, I was standing up, and I was like, if I was Sheldon Keefe, I would be ripping these guys a new one right now. I would be standing up screaming, being like, you got you to gotta let the oldest guy on the team fight for our lives. Like, get your heads out of your ass. And you know what? People could say the, the comeback was a bit of a fluke, but I, I got to give it to Jason Spezza, man. He stood up. He literally fought for his life the end of the yeah. season. Oh, I, he, was, he was heartbroken when we lost, man. Did oh, you heartbroken, heartbroken. Oh, I hope he sure. comes back. That's one guy they should bring back. Well, he, he wants got, to be back. Yeah, he does. And you know what? The thing, what really, the last straw with me with Babcock was when he decided to scratch him game one of the season against Ottawa in Toronto. Like, what a piece of shit you are. Like, Babcock to do has that. those, he's got those, like, uh, almost ego moves. Like, well, is the Mike Medano one is the yeah. most famous one. What was that? Yeah. Mike Medano was at fourteen hundred and nine for his fifteen hundredth game. He benched him and he scratched him right retired. before he retired. Yeah. Wow, that was like O Dog's uh, with the Fergler scratched him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JFJ. Yeah. What was it? What What was it? Was it Was he gonna play Carolina? I forget what it was. It was some. It was something along the same type of lines as like the Jason yeah. Spence with. It was Ottawa. like it was some kind like of a milestone in his career that he got benched for. Yeah, right. it's just like listen. Oh, I think it was like the last game of the season. He was like gonna retire, yeah. and then he like got scratched for like some random guy when they weren't gonna make the playoffs anyways. I'm well, you to made a good point with Datsuk. Yeah. Like, what would Datsuk have done if he was on a team that wasn't coached by Babcock? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I honestly think Datsuk would have put up like 130 points a year. If he didn't <laughs> yeah, I, the reason though, like, like Bab Babs has it. I think I don't know if it's so as much ego as it, it is his. How, how much he actually uh, takes his coaching style and applies it. Like, I think Babcock's big thing was no single player is bigger or better than anyone else in this room. We're one team. And I don't want, like, I feel like he didn't want anything overshadowing the, the goal of the team. Mm. And if he found, found that you were sort of like, like, let's say, trying to get your third goal for a hat trick or something like that, I think he despises that shit. I think hockey. You need to play as one team, as one unit. And I think that was his way of saying, look, I get it. But at the same time, I can't let it distract everyone else. So uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like what he did. But, I mean, I just think he's just, you know, over-applying his coaching style. 
Would you but say also, that that's an old school mentality though? It seems yeah. like it's more of a, it's just a, it's just a different game. These kids are, are well, different than the players cut where that used to come up, it, right? And that's exactly right. And, and I think they need someone like Babcock, the Leafs I'm, I'm talking about now. They need someone who's just, I mean, these are a bunch of spoiled brats, literally though. Like they, they grew up, they were always the best player in whatever league that they played in. And then they come here and they're, they're together. They're playing against the best players in the world and all of a sudden it's not sunshine and rainbows anymore like you gotta you gotta be able to be coached well they're in the participation trophy like they're they're that generation right so everyone's an all-star everyone's a winner no if you're a kid and you score three goals in your own net you're not a winner you're a loser but (laughs) but um but i think to tell you after the game that you're yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I think like with Shelton Keith, he comes across as more as a facilitator. But you can be a facilitator and hold other players accountable, which is why kind of like I was kind of a little dumbfounded how the media was kind of asking a little bit of softball questions to Keith and and Dubas and even Shanahan. Why not ask the tough questions to Keith about holding himself accountable for the choices he made in Game Five, like dressing Andreas Janssen, um, Were mixing you not up a fan the of that move. Sorry, were you not a fan of that move, dressing Janssen? Dude, Janssen wasn't playing no. well before his injury. Why oh, would you throw him? Uh... Why would you? He wasn't playing well. Before. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, why I would you? Yes. Why would you think that you can throw a player like him in and it's going to be a spark for the team? That is the most ridiculous thing. I mean, I just thought it was ridiculous. I didn't hate some of the moves that he made throughout that game, but that one specifically, I was like, I don't understand it. Personally. What did you guys think of uh, Marincin over Sandine? What did you oh, think? It's a God. fucking joke too, God. man. I, I Martin, Martin Marincin, I've said this before, he must have blackmail on the lease organization or something like that because yeah, he, this guy continues to play, continues to get – He got. they just signed him again for a million dollars like before the season. So, uh, 750, I believe. Uh, How does this guy keep getting either way? Because he, he's, he's only good. Look, two things. The underlying numbers is what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> one, oh. one, he's Dubas's guy. <laughs> Dubas likes him. Two, he's a very he's a pretty good. I've gotten into a couple of Marley games this year. He's a good AHL defenseman. He's a good sure. eighth or ninth option on an NHL roster. He's not a good sixth or seventh. And it's it's funny seeing him in a Marley's uniform versus him in a Leafs uniform. Like he keeps looks completely lost in the major leagues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I, yeah, I, I, the fact that, and you know, I'm reading the live chat again, Scott, this guy is officially a beauty. I mean, yo, he's Scott, sick, he's me, sick of hearing advanced stats just like us. And you know, I totally agree. Like Marinson, he he's going to be there, unfortunately, but I agree. Like, CC, get out, pack your bags, go home. Pack um, your shit. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Give the kids a chance. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that, yeah, my whole, my whole point with that was like, how much more, is Martin Marinson going to bring you with third line minutes than giving a kid like standing a chance to prove himself in a playoff scenario. That's going to yeah. help his growth a lot more than some random well, guy who's going to play eight minutes you, and really not. That's a very good point. Very good like, point. Third line minutes. Like why do we, why are we being safe? We're playing like we're playing defense. Agree. We don't have to play defense. Completely yeah. agree. Like you're, you're absolutely right. Someone who's, like Marincin, like Cac said, is probably going to be an AHL player for the rest of his career. When you have someone like Sandine who's looking to you, you know he's going to grow into a top uh, four defenseman. You should be giving him those chances. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't make a lot if of you sense. You believe to me. in him? Well, that's the thing. What does that tell your? What does that tell him? Like it, it's a pretty shitty thing for him to go through for sure. So, yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I, he I haven't gone down. You think he's next man up, right? But right. He and he should be. Team. I mean, he was throughout the year. I mean, he, he played for, I mean, we had a shitload of defensemen that were injured, but he, we saw him, we saw Lilgren, and I don't know. I mean, they looked pretty good to me. So I, I better than Marincin at least. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a classic. It's a little bit of, if you, you're talking about a spark, right? A little bit more of a spark throwing a kid Correct. in there. Right? Yeah. How much of a Correct. spark? What? Remember when, uh, Robertson scored like I was jacked up I was, I like, was jacked up too you know what I mean I was like this kid like I'm, I'm seeing something you're exciting your fans like there's no reason not to play Sandy I'm, and together. and listen Robertson made some errors when he played but he looked good I mean he he was out there he was working hard every single shift little guy throwing his body around I mean that's what you're I like grit. to see yeah like that's what I like to see so yeah I mean little things like that I just want to know how they come up to their come up to those decisions it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me and that's what i, I guess it's these metrics crazy. that they use that we don't have access to i don't know <laughs> yes it's just going to be another classic maple leaf thing we're going to have to wait another year <laughs> just to see what happens and I well guess... you'll get to watch the raptors win at least yeah 100 percent. Uh, guys nice. i'm just going to say before we get you out of here what what's uh what's the update in the raptors game there oh uh, uh, we don't I had even to turn have it off on. for our internet right i like oh. the jersey hanging behind oh. your head the lebron kill oh yeah and i <laughs> love that yeah, yeah I had, to get, had to get it up here just for real, I knew you guys bro. were watching uh, the raps game where i'm we're obviously big raps fans last year was the best i went i went I to the parade and i again. almost died <laughs> yeah, yeah we like literally right after the w me and my buddy mike who was just on we're down there like on top of that train one right raps are up 81 61 Ah, there we go. There we go. No Quick more game, game one losses for the Raps. It's an, it's an, <laughs> they're flipping the page on that bullshit. Uh, um, championship, we, we got that championship mindset. Exactly, so, uh, exactly. I don't know how much time we got left uh, with you guys, but I have a, a few questions. So you guys have 20 I want to know just regarding <laughs> – well, just, just, well, yeah, seriously. I'm just going to pop in whenever I want, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I just want to know, are you guys in Toronto filming? Etobicoke. Yeah. No, we're in LA. We're in LA. <laughs> well, I knew you weren't there. I just want so I'm I'm curious. Like I'm kind of freaking out for you a little because like we had a pretty big rainstorm. I'm in Burlington. We had a pretty big rainstorm here. Yeah. I mean, what happens when that when and not when, if the power goes out or something like that. Is like, the power out there? No, 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 in, no. I mean no, it's I, anywhere I am right now. It's actually funny you say that because we had a scare. Um earlier this week because we were uh we were testing out the live stream equipment we were like three hours in yeah and uh, uh i don't know you can see the you can see the set here we have the red bull mm -hmm. fridge there and then we have like a covered stand yeah right on that used to be my mini fridge i was going to keep like fruit and water bottles and stuff in that to like keep right. us going blew the but, fuse eh yeah oh yeah like right <laughs> I, had the, I had the one fridge in and then the red bull wasn't plugged in and it's literally oh, on man. the live stream test it's like Luke, I wonder how the set would look with the Red Bull fridge plugged in. Literally immediately when I touched the surge, just boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Fuck. yeah, that's that's pretty scary. So yeah, I kind of I it it kind of crossed my mind when I was looking out my window here, and I, it gave me a mini panic attack for you guys because I was I was like, what if they're just going to be like they're so close, like an hour, half an hour. And then boom, something happens. So I don't mean to put that catalyst in your head or anything. But well, Scott, Scott says to uh, get someone to pick you up a Honda generator. That's a good idea. Scott, be the guy. Yeah, he's offering. Scott, right? Scott, you're gonna have to bring your generator down here. We might have to get Scott on the line when we're off here. Get a little. Wait. Got a call in. He's got a lot to say. Be uh, before we before we get you guys before totally we get you guys out of here though. Yeah. Sorry. Before we get you guys out of here though, um, for. 
if I don't know if I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit because uh, our listener, listeners will be hearing this on Wednesday. What's your uh, schedule looking like for the last couple hours before you guys uh, are officially in the Guinness Book of World Records? So on, on Wednesday, uh, we have um, – what do we have planned? We have Wednesday? a mojito maker coming yeah, in. We got a mix oh, nice. to make up some <laughs> drinks for the Raptors game. We got a trophy husband's comedy coming in too, old friends of ours. So. Yeah, there we go. It's going to be nuts in here. We, I think we have a magician <laughs> coming in as well. I was going to say, no when's, the, when's the magician coming yeah. in? I'm ready for that. Four magicians. We right have thing. four magicians. I, so I signed up for this. Uh, it's, it's called Bark. Uh, shout out Bark. Um, but it's, uh, bark.com uh, and it's like you just put like an ad in and like I just like put like a skeleton email and just sent it off to like 30 different entertainers Yeah. and this guy Ray Anderson who's a magician called me and he was like I love this cause like and he just helped me book like five or six entertainers like wow. that's awesome so we have, <laughs> Jugglers. We have yeah we have three magicians we have a singer we have uh, a juggler oh, coming in. <laughs> we have, I've been trying to get a hold of a psychic. That's like my main Ooh, Anybody knows a psychic. Get yeah. them to call in. Anybody watching who knows a psychic. Psychic Ashley, if you're watching, I've left you a message. I don't know why. You <laughs> We're going to call her live on the air and see if she knows she's live on the air. Yeah. This, this, this is no bullshit. I might actually have someone for you. Let me uh, let me talk to someone and oh, I'll see if Gio, I can get in contact. I know contact. exactly what, who you're talking about. Okay, send me that I'm information. Scared. All right, I will. I'm interested. <laughs> very interested. Don't, it, it, it's going to get weird, though. I mean, I think after 24 hours for you guys, you're probably going to start to be tripping out a little bit. <laughs> As <laughs> so, I said, uh, it was like trying to. I was trying to like. I was trying. I don't know if I said it here, but I've said it earlier. I was trying to train my body like the last two weeks or three weeks. So I've been like every few days. I've been trying to stay up as long as I made it. 40 hours. Wow. Uh, one time. That's one impressive. Time. I, I got a, I got another question. I mean, no offense by this. Do you guys have jobs? Um, <laughs> I'm living off the Serb checks right now. Okay. Good for, going. You. Good for I you. I had to I let mean, a lot yeah. of clients down this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy right there. Out of boy. Yeah, for the kids. Well, and it's yeah. like after this is done, there's no way I'm working Thursday. Friday. No, I'll take the week no. off. 100%. Newsflash clients. I'm gone. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, on I like it. Thursday like to it. Sunday. I can't do anything. Thanks for having like us that. on, though, guys. This was awesome. Yeah, thank, yeah, no, thank, yeah, thank you. you. It's been um, great. I think we could do a whole other hour of this if we wanted to. But one hundred percent. Well, when we do run, when we do our next podcast, we could literally just do a whole sports talk on the next yeah, one. The same one hundred percent. You could definitely you could definitely count it count us in for that. Um, so guys, go check out the LA podcast on YouTube. Catch their final hours of the as they break the world record for longest live stream running podcast. Uh, you guys, the GoFundMe link is in the description or on the page somewhere, I guess. So uh, go there, donate along with us and everyone else who's been donating. I know you guys were trying to reach 5K. Um, we're I, almost close to that, right? Yeah, we're at yeah. like 4,300. Yeah, we have to up the once we hang up. There's a couple really more generous. shout outs unless you want to be a part of a shout. Yeah, give, yeah, give us yeah, the final shout outs and then we'll Let's get go. you out of here. Last shout outs. All right, this is big time. We got a good guest outro song for you too. We just <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh, man. Hopefully. Okay, yeah, we're at 4,335. Nice. Sorry, for the, sorry for the space thing. I don't even know how that was up. I, didn't, <laughs> I, I, I did it. I had a call with. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I did it. Okay, um, here we go. Yeah. Gotta make that money. That money keeps rolling in, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, baby. Who's been hitting? We got Ryan Wilson. Shout 40 out Ryan, big ones. 40 bucks. And we got 
old family friends, Darcia and Clint Jensen, all the way from, where are they, Boston? No, they're they're back. They're, they're back. back in Canada. Woo! <laughs> yeah. They were in Boston for a bit. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. This is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, you too. No, thank Thanks you so, so much. much. Yeah, so guys, blast. for our face-off listeners, go follow the LA Podcast. Um, that's your Instagram handle, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, LA Podcast listeners, go follow the Face Off Podcast. Um, and uh, Scott, I think you'll be into them. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys seem to have like have your fast friends. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> Scott's my guy for sure. All right, so that was uh, Luke and Aaron um, from space. Yeah, from space. Fifty-three hours they have to do. They have about forty-seven left now. Um, well after they were done recording with us. So this is going a little bit back in time. Um, Mike, why are you shaking your head? I'm just watching this Chara Sveshnikov thing. We'll get yeah. to that. Well, hold on. Yeah, so- I, I just wanted a little addendum from our Dubas comments. I just had- yeah, Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we were talking a lot about Dubas. And, uh, but something that I noticed that was interesting in, his, in, in Dubas's press conference on Zoom uh, it was that he said that the Columbus series was a good sample size in so much as like the big comeback, but he's kind of speaking out of both sides of his mouth because he's not, he's, he's completely a, he's completely ignoring the 70 games plus prior to the qualifying round. And he's also ignoring the, the comeback. And when he says that the series was lost in game one and at the end of game three. So I'm like, okay, so then hold on. So, what exactly are you trying to say? Are you, what about you were praising them for the game four comeback, ignoring the 56 minutes before where they were completely shitting the bed. Dog so shit. it's, it was stuff like that. That was bothering me about Dubas's comments. And it's just, it's just something that was completely. Yeah. Listen, Cass, I'm a hundred percent with you. If I, I, someone asked me once what my pet peeve was and I couldn't give them an answer because I'm a pretty easygoing guy. But <laughs> now I've come to the realization that my biggest pet peeve is when someone can't admit their faults or when someone can't admit that they're yeah. wrong about something that drives me nuts it just shows a lack of maturity and from a what 32 year old general manager that's yeah. just not what i want to see 34 now well, i think and but- i think you had a point last week when you were talking about when we were talking about cadre being suspended and it costing them a series against the bruins um yeah i think we overestimated the leafs depth last year and this past year i mean the fact that we're looking at and 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 Leaf fans are going, man, those Hutchinson starts really costed us. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't take Kadri out of the lineup and the whole lineup going out of whack. You, right. You know? So, I mean, you, you see Boston and, yeah. and they, you know what, they take it as it is and they, they don't let it, they don't, they don't take it as a defeat. They, they, it, it's something that they look at to overcome. Yeah. And I think that it's just a lack of maturity. I think that's all that it hey, is. Man, really. This guy said we can, and we will without, really thinking about what actually that entailed but anyway from yeah. one train wreck to another geo what's next <laughs> yeah well before we end out the show here um there was a little bit of hockey twitter feud going on oh uh, i not fe- not really surprising actually um and oh. colorado's just made it two nothing and guess who scored mckinnon nazim kadri nazim kadri <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you 
people he just <laughs> guys guys he's telling us he didn't get an, enough respect i mean the guy's a great hockey player and everyone's laughing oh hall of fame blah blah, blah. laugh laugh right now well, he's <laughs> not going in the hall of fame man i'm telling Dude, you that right he's now he's still got a long career left no, he doesn't have a yes long he career. does have a long career left man he he's he was he's on what his second contract right now uh, maybe his third. I think it's his second, but anyways. It might be his second or third. I, I mean, the, the guy's, un, he's full of energy, man. That's what he, that's, that's his game. He's just, he's a bundle of energy. So, uh, you know what? I, I uh, think he's got a lot this left. This clown. Yeah, so switching gears, we'll get off the Cosby This train. clown. We this all love piece Cosby. of shit. But uh, Jack Next Edwards. Yeah, Jack Edwards, play-by-play commentator for uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, if anyone in the Leafs Nation here, you've definitely heard his voice before. Um, and I was actually surprised to read the comments and stuff. A lot of Bruins fans even hate this guy. Can you imagine? Oh, he's hated if, everywhere. Yeah, can you imagine, though, if, like, and I would never, ever think this because Joe Bowen is the biggest beauty of all time, but it's like if the Leafs fans hated Joe Bowen and they wanted Joe Bowen out of there and then he just never left. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. odd, but... Anyway, so Chara and Svechnikov, they were battling in the front of the net, if you guys haven't seen the clip. And uh, Chara took him down. Svechnikov awkwardly landed on his knee. And I think was it, it out... Was it Svechnikov? Because I thought he had the player wrong. No, no. No, he, it, was. It, it, no it was Svechnikov. There was oh, another okay. clip that was wrong. Anyway, um, so Svechnikov is down and out, I think. Honestly, I, I think he's done for the rest of the playoffs. I, I just watched the, uh, the clip and... You know, at first glance, it looks like nothing malicious, but it's Chara, man. The guy's got a track record that no one, no one chooses to acknowledge. I know. I, no, it's not me why he's protected. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know. Six, eight or whatever, but like, you gotta, you gotta shed some light on this shit because you, it's trying to drive me crazy. Do you know? Well, he, again, he remember what he did to Pacioretty, and he got yeah, nothing he but a slap his, on the wrist. The guy Here's, broke his neck, man. Remember what you know, he did to Tavares last year in the playoffs? Yeah. You know why Chara's protected? I'll tell you why. Because not only is Jeremy Jacobs one of the board of governors in the league, he's also on the board for the refs union. That's why they're protected as much wow, as they are. I didn't know because that. if Chara, yeah, yeah, I found is that even that loud. Out. Whoa, what the what? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why Chara's protected. Because if Chara was wearing any other jersey, you don't think that guy would be re, uh, a reoffender ten times over? Oh my! Think God. of all the shit that he got away with, Man, And he, he and and sometimes when they did give him something, it was a slap on the wrist with a twenty five hundred dollar fine. I think you know makes my fucking blood boil because Kadri, on the other hand. They're just going to slap him with a fucking suspension no matter what he does. And, yeah. and you know what? I don't actually agree with, with some, of, some of those suspensions that he got. Uh, but, I mean, right. watching that clip, I watched it a few times. Charman, he, he slew foots him and he kind of elbows him. And, it's not just Chara. They were taking – because they have that new rule now, right, where if you take – if your helmet f- goes gets off, you have to get off the ice. Uh, game one, they were – Boston players, and it happened one or two times, where Boston players literally took off the helmets of Carolina Hurricanes players with no delay a game penalty, right. nothing, nothing. Right. Don't tell me – and I've been saying this for the last 15 friggin' years – don't tell me that they treat the Bruins any different than any other NHL team. Yeah, no Jeremy fucking Jacobs, class. It's all it all comes it all comes back to Jeremy Jacobs, that Mr. Burns slimy, greasy motherfucker. Excellent. And 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 nothing. Okay, and not only like the Boston Simpson, Bruins, eh? the Boston, <laughs> the Boston Bruins. 
man. They also have the two biggest idiots in Mike Milbury and, and Jack Stupid Edwards, which by the way, I don't even know if that's his dog. There's no one else that would want to take a picture with him. He had to get a dog. Yeah, I, know. I just, just saw that. It, it, because it, it, that, that guy is creepy. <laughs> well, then the dog's not really liking it because like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And Jack Edwards literally thinks that the Bruins are the perfect team and nothing ever is wrong with them. The guy needs to wake up. He needs to stop acting like everything is divine justice for the Bruins. And, and, and uh, this is a guy who was like, who was it? Someone got injured. Was it last year or a couple of years ago? I think it was Roman Polak. And he's like, oh, Roman Polak deserves to get, get injured. Yeah, you know what, Jack? I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to beat you by the legs. And I'm just going to say, oh, you know what? You deserve it. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what ba- is that's, that? It's basically what his tweet said, too. It says, the reason Svechikov got hurt is because he bear? poked the bear. No, like, fuck you, buddy. That's him, that's him playing hard. It's him, it's him not shying away from a challenge. And this is what he gets. A slew foot, a dirty little, a dirty little Chara-esque yeah. And nothing ha- nothing's going to happen uh, to him. Nothing's going to happen to the greasy. Bruins. And now Carolina, who honestly has a greasy, very good man. team, they're not going to have one of their best players. It's it's disgusting. It actually like it actually like really it's unnerving. Like I it's it's uh I don't even know what else to say. I'm actually a little bit speechless about it. It's kind of driving me fucking crazy. Um I I don't know how they continue to get away with that shit. I don't know how people are okay with it. And no, also, I, they're they're not. I, I can't aren't. stand people that blindly will defend their team no matter what i mean people criticize me because i'm hard on the leafs but i'm hard when i need to be hard i'll give them credit when they deserve credit but that's just me trying to be as unbiased as i possibly can on the other hand you got people like this fucking guy who seems like you said he doesn't seem like there's thinks boston's the best perfect team you You can you can be a homer like joe bowen is a homer but he's not a dick right right? like jack edwards literally saying how players that are getting injured by the Bruins deserve to get injured. Like, what is that? You know what, at Jack, if I were to hit your kid and I were to say that, if you have a kid, I don't know if any woman's like <laughs> a toucher, like what, I don't care. What's he going to do? Give me a dirty look. Like, w- like w- w- what would your reaction be? And this guy has no self-awareness about any of this. And it's just been year after year. And it just seems like, you know what? There's a lot of good potential. Like, look at Corey Schneider. Like, how great he is as an analyst. And you have these idiots like Jack Edwards and Mike Milbury. And I put, and I put them like analysts and hockey people in quotes. And they've right. still been holding on to this job. Like, not to come down as an SJW or anything like that. But you got to get these guys out of here. Oh, because man, who's, who's, who's standing up with these guys? Right. Who is it? It's going to be people like flat earthers and anti-vaxxers. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> no, and, I, and it's funny that you say that because I find a strong parallel between the two. I mean, it's, I, I was going to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up, but you brought it up. Uh, I completely agree with you. I mean, I 100% mm, agree with you. I heard that. I wish I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, uh, I'm just, it's, it, I, it's, yeah, it tilts me, man. It, it drives me crazy. I, it's like, uh, it's, it's not fair, really. It's not like, fair. And so. I made this joke before in the show a couple of times. Even if I threw the biggest, brightest lamp at either of those two, it's not going to make them bright. Cat <laughs> ah, loves that line. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, so, yeah. But, what do you, Gio, you've been kind of silent. So, yeah, what is no, your take on all this? <laughs> I mean, you guys have said it all. That's kind of why I haven't really said anything because we're, we're always on the same page for the most part. And you guys took the words out of my mouth. There's... I don't know, man. It's kind of, I feel the same way just about Dubas and the Leafs and Boston. It's just, we rant about the same things over and over again. And some, it seems like things don't really change and it's kind of no. discouraging. And I, yeah. But what do you think is different. it going to, what do you think if there's a scenario where 
what do you, like Jeremy Roenick got fired like a day after he joked about having menage a trois with his wife and Catherine Tappen. So what would it take for either of those guys to get the boot? Um, honestly, it might have to be something extreme, like a Don Cherry type of comment. Even that was less oh, that, than that. But, but that's what I'm saying. It, it could take something like that where people can misconstrue it and flip it around and what know, a year it's been for the nhl though wild, man. it's what wild. a fucking weird time just yeah. a weird time, <laughs> the whole, the whole year's been weird i feel like we're in bizarro seinfeld world right now yeah <laughs> what was that guy's name um uh feldman feldman yeah feldman, <laughs> feldman. hello feldman um, elaine what are you doing what i mean i'm eating olives ever heard of asking <laughs> <laughs> it's um, feldman yeah, come know. on it, in yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It has been a weird year, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, people, uh, did you guys talk about Pierre Maguire? Cause people hate on Pierre Maguire, but well, you know, like, we kind of yeah. like Pierre Maguire. Like uh, <laughs> he's the guy's fiery, creepy, he's energetic. Buddy. He's creepy. He's but creepy. That's what I like about him. He's hilarious. He's yeah, creepy. Well, I told you to the part to the point where like some PRs uh, teams on the NHL have to like the teams have to go to NBC and say like, yeah, Pierre can't be in certain areas because he just rubs people the wrong way. Uh, I hope that's not literally and <laughs> oh well no metaphorically speaking but I don't know like what NBC, that would be a that'd be a big issue like it? I don't get it NBC like who how are you <laughs> you're an announcer with a long guys? stick <laughs> yeah oh that was so uncomfortable to watch and why though what do you think is going through his head half the time anyway regardless of what do you think there. Yeah, I know like at a shop metaphorically knocking down vases and shit <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the how NBC and NHL on NBC tends to hire some of these clowns, but fuck, know, man. It's, it's annoying. It is hey, what yeah. it is, but at least let's let's just try and be thankful that hockey's back on and it's you know no positive tests. The playoffs keep on rolling. I, um, I love it, man. I it's pretty much all I, I all I could ask for, except for if the Leafs were in, that'd be a lot better, obviously. But hey, oh, I mean, dude, yeah, it's, but, uh, it's a fucking. I, mean, I like though. I like where my stress levels are right now. They're nice and calm. So I <laughs> did until I read about Chara and watched the watched the little dirty fuck. Uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. After watching the Habs and the Bruins go at it so many times over the years, like it's just in, it, it, at this point, it's disappointing but not surprised the and whole thing just discredits the league as a whole like it's oh absolutely it's, it's damaging to the league it's it's it makes us look like a laughing stock it's laughable almost like it's i don't know man it, it's shit like that i take to heart it takes away from the game yeah i agree completely um, but before we have uh rico coming on the show and i'm trying to defend my sport versus his it's tough sometimes to do that yep I agree. I was but Rick was one smooth talker, though. <laughs> Our inaugural listener of the month. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, if you're new listeners, uh, we had a friend of the show, Thomas Rickus. He was our inaugural listener of the month. Uh, you guys can do the same. All you got to do is just tweet at us, interact with us, make some comments. You know, let us know you're listening, you're following, and uh, we'll get you on the show. Yeah, your you voice talk will about, be heard. Yeah, you could talk about whatever you want. Um, before uh, I sign off, it's now 3 nothing Colorado. And Nazem Kadri has just scored his second goal of the game. Oh my god! <laughs> this guy is gonna go. This guy will make it to the Hall of Fame, won't he? He's go. Man, I'm telling and you. know what? It was two power play goals, so someone's the linchpin of that power play. Right. You're absolutely right. Right. Guys like Ranton and McKinnon and McCarr and you know Dude, what? Talk, I, talk to me a year from now. We'll have a different I, conversation. Well, we'll have we'll keep this. We're we're going for years on this show. Um. So guys. Uh, it's been another long episode. That's back-to-back weeks where we've probably pushed close to an hour and a half. Uh, well, but the views are coming annoying. 
Yeah, sorry. views are coming in. Yeah, we're <laughs> views not, are coming in. Sorry, but not sorry, because we're giving you guys great content. Um, so to reiterate, follow us Twitter, Instagram, uh, at FaceOffPuckPod. You could follow me on Twitter at writer Giovanni. At Mike underscore Lasco and at the double underscore CAC. Yep. So as for my flow, sorry, I couldn't work out with it. Anymore. Yeah, we didn't even acknowledge it, but I love the cut. Yeah, you got you got some fresh cut. Looks a little good. shorter than I wanted it. It's gonna yeah, have some growing good. pains for good, about a gonna, week and a half. I'm but... gonna drop over some uh, styling <laughs> wax and then we'll. Uh, it'll be a different <laughs> yeah, because Lord knows Mike doesn't need that anymore. I don't. Um, I just shine it. <laughs> that's it. Some shoe shine. Yeah, um, New Zealand dick shiner. Dick shiner. Um, <laughs> so, dick. Get on YouTube, <laughs> subscribe, subscribe to Face Off Hockey Podcast. Please subscribe, um, share it, tell everyone to subscribe, like, follow us. Get us to 50 um, subs, Bapo. Let's yeah, go, let's my friends, our friends, we'll our friends. Uh, remember, go check out the LA Podcast. Subscribe to them as well. Donate if you guys can. Um, and as we look to get out of here, boys, Yager, salute. Salute.